Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Doing our... There we go. We are, here do, we are here doing our Elimination Chamber recap from last night. We're being joined by DJ. How's it going, Deej? Um, yeah, so... I watched the ending of the the Raw uh, Elimination Chamber, and it was definitely. No, no. Explain to the audience what you mean by you just watched the remainder of the Raw Elimination Chamber. <laughs> because I fell asleep. There was only a two and a half hour pay per view. I know. Uh, I that's that's what happens. That's what happens when I lay down when I watch the pay per view. And how many times do I tell you not to lay down? I know, but it gets uncomfortable sitting on my bed watching it all the time. I don't have a chair anymore, so why not? You're broke. Wow. That means you need to lose weight. I gotta get another one. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what'd you think of the pay per view? I thought it was good. Yeah. Like I said, I was gonna base the overall um, score in my, on my opinion, on the two chamber matches, um, and then whatever I got out of the rest of the matches is what I got out of the rest of the matches. Yeah. Um, I and I thought both chamber matches were very good. I totally agree. I, um, I mean. You know, we're definitely going to be talking about each match, what we thought of it, and but I mean, it, it was just a, a pay per view that I thought was really good. You know, we're we're on the road to WrestleMania. I think WWE needed a pay per view like this because some of their pay per views really haven't been that good lately, and I think they needed a pay per view like this to kind of kickstart WrestleMania. Oh, no, it wasn't better than the Royal Rumble. Wow. But I'd have to say it was It was the second best pay-per-view of the year. <coughs> no, TLC was real good, too. TLC was, was amazing. I mean, unless I misheard you because of the Zamboni right to my right, um, you said they, you know, they hadn't had any decent pay-per-views as of lately, so you, want, you know, this is better that this one was good. Oh no! I mean, it's. I mean, they ha I didn't mean to say lately. They haven't had too many good pay-per-views, and you know the first, the first two. The last three pay-per-views were all good. I'm not talking about the. Never mind. I'm not talking about the last three. I'm just saying, in general, they haven't had very many good pay-per-views. The last three were good. The first two this year have been really good. I just hope they can continue, you know, with their with their trend for having good pay per views. When, when you make a statement like that, sorry, I, I take it literal that, you know, just like when you're saying that, you know, there's not many, you know, you, you don't see champions and blah blah blah. 
you know, lose their titles in the Elimination Chamber. We see it, it happen, and you pointed out just John Cena. And I went back, and in the last 12 pay-per-views, or last 12 Elimination Chamber matches where there was a title on the line, John Cena was the only one since 2011 that lost their title in an Elimination Chamber. So, I mean, when you, you know, when you make statements, I, I, I take them literally, and I, I don't remember the last horrible pay-per-view that they've had. Okay. So, I mean, it was, I, I didn't think the women's match was all that great. Um, no, like I said, we talked, you know, um, earlier today, I, I think the women's tag match was, well, I'll say the women's match, because that was the only women's match there was. Um, that was the, the worst match on the card. Yep. I, I think even the pre-show match was better. Right. And the pre-show match wasn't added till almost the time the pay-per-view came on anyway, I believe. Well, I, I had read earlier in the day that they are going to be adding a multi-man match to the pre-show, but <clears throat> didn't know what that meant. Yep. Didn't know if that meant a large tag team match or, or what it was going to be. And then once they officially announced that Keith Lee wasn't going to be able to perform, and they needed to put a replacement in that match. Then they came out with this match. And I, I got my brands mixed up again because I still think that when they have pay-per-views of, um, you know, when they have pay-per-views, they should have, uh, how's, how's the word? I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? They should have both. I think they should have a couple of SmackDown versus Raw matches. Or they should have them all together. That's just my opinion. But I don't know what you mean by that. Like, if you have um, a six-man tag team, yeah. have like three guys from Raw go against three guys from SmackDown. Have both Why? have both brands involved in the pay-per-view. I I don't I mean I disagree with that mainly because one of the biggest complaints we've had and I know others have had is their lack of being able to tell stories and what story are you telling if every so often you have a six man tag where there's three from Raw versus three from SmackDown because I was watching the, the pre-show match last night, and I said, well, you had Morrison, Ali, Ricochet, and Elias, correct? I said, I said, you couldn't find four better guys than those four? That weren't already involved in a match? And then, that's, and then that's when I realized, okay, that's SmackDown. That's, um, that's Raw. I said, you couldn't, and then I said, well, wait a minute. I said, you got those four guys. And then when I said, you couldn't find anybody better, then I said, well, what about Seth Rollins? Then I realized Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. So they weren't going to add him. Okay. So, but I mean, I didn't think that match was that bad. What, the, the Fatal 4-Way? Yeah. No, I didn't think that was that bad at all. It I, mean, I, I was actually, for, for 
once, I was glad I saw a pre-show match. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I thought it was, it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't earth shattering, but it was a good match. It was an entertaining match to watch. Yeah, it was just over seven minutes long. Yep. So it wasn't too long. It was, it was, I mean, in a fatal form, it's hard to not have action all the time. Right. Um, but it exactly was that. It mm -hmm. was, you know, pretty much action packed. Yep. And, the winner of the match was probably the one person in the match you least expected to win. Right. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, Jessica. Jessica is uh, Mr. 24-7's girlfriend, so I'm glad she's tuning in. Uh, Jacob's <laughs> watching as well. So. Yes. Hi, Jacob. Thanks for tuning in again. Nice to see you out there. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, like I said, we are on Talk to you again. The number is 605-562-0444. One four one four five seven for the show ID number. You got any comments or questions? You want to talk about the pay per view with us? You know, feel free to give us a call. We'll answer the questions and give us your give us give you our opinions. Um, so if you want to go over the matches, we can talk about the matches individually on the card. Yeah, well, I mean, right now, I mean, we we've been talking about the pre-show match, the Fatal Four Way. Um, you already set all four competitors. Um, and once again, you know, you knew, and that's why I kind of, I mean, I knew the answer, but it was kind of just to make a point. Um, when you guys were predicting that Ali was going to win, um, that, you know, that may have been a good choice because once again, Fatal Four Ways are no DQ, and you knew the other three members, so the men, from retribution, we're going to be ringside. Right. Uh, and they they did get involved um, and took Ricochet out of the match. Yep. And then that's when um, the infamous roll up of death. Morrison <laughs> pulled, you know, I'll leave from the apron on to perform, gave Morrison the victory. Yep. The roll up of death. Yep. That the lies kind of just. Disappeared from the match. Don't I don't know what happened to him. I, I don't remember any specific time in the match that he actually wrestled. I, I really don't. Right. I'm thinking about it, you know, I mean, it was only what twenty four hours ago. Yep. Or twenty three hours ago, and I I don't I can't think of one thing that Elias actually did in the match. Yeah, neither can I. I mean, it was basically, uh, I think a lot of the match was Ali and Ricochet. Right. Right. With a little bit of Morrison yeah. and Morrison getting the victory. Yep. But if you weren't going to have any spots in there with Elias, why put, why why put him in there? Just do a triple threat match for the right to be in a triple threat match. Right. Totally agree. Because he you was. Know, when, he, let him clock one of the guys from Retribution Slapjack with his guitar. Yeah. You know, outside the ring, just something. Yep. Yeah, he was he was basically taking up space. So, but yeah, so I mean, sometimes you're gonna have matches like that. I mean, I'm glad they had it because you know they didn't have a third person for the Triple Threat U.S. Title match. Right. So, Dad, what, what grade? What grade would you have given the match? 
would I have given that match? Um, I would have given it probably a C. Really? So you thought it was that bad? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't spectacular. It was, it was good. It was good. I mean, it was something that if I, when I watched it, okay. If I used it for a bathroom break, okay, too. Okay. What, what grade would you oh. give it? <laughs> um, I would. I mean, taking into consideration um, historically what you get for pre-show matches, um, I gave it a B minus. Um, I didn't compare it to the rest of the matches on the card because of pre. <laughs> Bless you. Whoa, where, the, where the hell did that come from? Bless you. Wow. Um. Sorry, um, lost my train of thought with that big ass sneeze. <laughs> building choke. Um, so taking into consideration of the actual match itself compared to once again other pre-show matches, right. that's why I gave it a, a B a B minus because I like you said, I never give a crap about the pre-show matches. And this one I actually was, you know, glad that I actually saw it. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. And on to the main card, um, where it was rumored, um, I told you guys probably around five o'clock that I uh, had read a spoiler about the first match. Um, and I didn't want to give it away just in case it, it was because it was just a rumor. Um, PW Insider was the one that, that mentioned it. And uh, it was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. And it had Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn in the match. And then the winner of the match um, was given the right to face Roman Reigns. Now, on the pre-show, Charlie had said that the winner of the match was going to face Roman Reigns immediately after the chamber match. And then just before they stopped talking about it, she then said that they were going to be taking on the winner of Roman Reigns. You're taking on the winner later in the night. Right. So I don't know if she corrected herself because somebody in her ear said, listen, we don't want people to know that Roman Reigns is going to come out immediately after the chamber um, um, or not. But what what was your take on this match? I, I gave it a B, B plus. Uh, I thought it was a really good elimination chamber. Um, I wasn't happy with the ending because I – I felt that they could have put the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match on. We're not we're not talking about Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Okay. We're talking about the Elimination Chamber match. Okay. Oh, I okay. Yep. I uh, I like you said, I gave it a B plus. I thought it was a good a good show, a good uh, a good match rather. Cesaro not winning, I was surprised because you know. Yeah, I, I think he was the odds-on favorite to win. 
And um, when he didn't win and got pinned and the last two came down to Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso, I kind of figured that uh, Daniel Bryan was going to win it there because they weren't going to – I don't think they were going to put Jey Uso against, uh, in, in the final match. When, when it came down to Jey Uso and Daniel Bryan, I, I had a feeling – that something was going to happen that was going to allow Jey Uso to win. And then Jey Uso would may have just laid down for Roman. Right. Because that's, you know, he's the head of the table and, and you need to respect me. Just take the loss and get it over with. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't, you know, once Cesaro got eliminated, and once again, I agree with you. Uh, but they did the same thing to Daniel Bryan for the Royal Rumble, as you pointed out. Um, Daniel Bryan was the odds-on favorite. He got the nice promo and all that, and then he didn't win. Right. So. And maybe, and I think maybe that's the reason why, in my opinion, I think maybe that's the reason why he won the Elimination Chamber. Because he was the, I think he was the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble, and he didn't win it. So to make it up to him, they had him win the Chamber. That's how I feel. So, well, I mean, is it really a reward? Yeah. To have to, have to wrestle in a 35-minute line. He was one of the first ones in there, so he wrestled the entire match. To have to wrestle a 35-minute-long match... To get two and a half minutes later, you're fighting Roman Reigns. Yep. You know, you win the. Are you right? We keeping you awake? No, I'm all right. <laughs> um, I mean, I I thought this was the better of the two chamber matches. Yep. Um, and. I mean, obviously, it's going to go up at least a half of a grade better because Daniel Bryan did win. Um, so because of the little bonus, um, I'm going to give it an A. I would have only given it an A minus. Um, but because Daniel Bryan actually did win it, I'm going to give it a little bonus and kick it up to an A. Okay. Um, I thought the action was was, was very good. Um, there, you know, I get tired of those and it even happened a little in the, in the raw match where one wrestler is leaning on or pressing him into or stopping on him into the chain for 10 15 20 30 seconds kind of a little bit. i think in the smackdown match it was i mean it, there was action from the word go right Totally. Again, <laughs> um, like I said, that one was 34 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, and it was the longest match on the card. So um, then after that, we had the um, minute and a half match. Uh, Roman Reigns defeating Daniel Bryan. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to give this this match uh, a mark or grade. Um, we'll say incomplete because, you know, from, you know, weeks to months back, um, when the first rumors came around that, that it was possibly going to be Daniel Bryan against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, 
And then they promoted Daniel Bryan, you know, and, and showed how, and, and talked about how he defeated three Hall of Famers um, in, in one night. Not that Randy Orton's currently a Hall of Famer, but he will be. Right. Um, you kind of had the feeling that, oh, Daniel Bryan's going to maybe overcome something here, and then that was it. Yep, and you know? I, I thought that it was going to be over qu uh, quick when Roman Reigns came in the ring and Daniel Bryan just jumped on top of him and put the yes lock on him. It's like, right. wow, it's like wow, that was quick. This could end just like that. Yeah, and, well, and I mean, and I then, knew that wasn't going to happen. I was just, I was excited because you saw Roman setting up for a spear. Yeah. And then he went to give him a spear and Daniel Bryan kind of El Toro, you know, and then sideshopped him and put him in the yes lock. But he just... He was just overpowered out of the S-lock, which you don't see. Right. But he had just wrestled for almost 35 minutes in a brutal match. Yep. You know, so it's kind of expected. Right. Um, if, I don't know, do you have a, a grade for this match? Uh, yeah, the same grade that you gave it. It kind of reminds me of doing a school paper that you've got 30 minutes to finish and you don't finish it and you get an incomplete. Okay. So I, I mean, if the, I think if the match was held later on, it might have been a different outcome. Right. And it would have been, a, it would have been a far better Roman match. Reigns, I don't think Roman Reigns is losing his title no matter who he fought. Right. But it would have been a, a far better, far better match. Yes. Yes. Um, and then came the. I don't know if you want to say the spear heard around the world. Um, after the match was over, um, Roman was in the corner. He came down, turned around, took a step, and then got speared by Edge, who then said something to him quietly, kind of just like Roman Reigns did to uh, Edge um, on SmackDown, and then pointed at the WrestleMania sign, and it's now being confirmed that Edge will be challenging Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Right. Now, was it me, or it looked like Edge didn't hit the spear fully? I mean... I, I've, I've not... I've not wanted to critique Edge so much um, because of what he had to overcome to get cleared. Yeah. But his spears now are not like they used to be. No, because he used to wrap his arms around you like a Goldberg spear in his early career. Yeah. I mean, when he hit you, he'd break you in half. Yeah. Now, you're, now, like I said, because I saw it twice. I had to go back and, and see it again. It looked like he didn't even get all of that spear. Right. You know, kind of here. Mm -hmm. um, so. And we definitely knew that eventually it was going to come down to um, Edge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania just when. Yes. Yep. yep. Um. Then the next match was the triple threat um, 
United States match between the then champion Bobby Lashley and his challengers um, Riddle and John Morrison. Um, I I predicted that um, Riddle was going to win, um, and I based my prediction on Riddle win basing on something that I had mentioned could happen and wound up happening, which we'll get to a little later. And uh, I know you you said, um, well, what did you think about it? Uh, the match in general, I gave it a a C, like a between a C, a C between a C and a C plus. Okay. Uh, the action was good. Um, I'm surprised. I was surprised. My opinion, not anybody else's. I was surprised. Riddle won. But then I realized, well, he didn't have to pin Bobby Lashley to win the title either. So, you know, maybe by him pinning Morrison was his better was his best bet. Because I really don't see Matt Riddle pinning Bobby Lashley at all. And he really doesn't have I, I mean, to my knowledge, I don't think he has a submission move. Riddle. No. Now, he has a couple different finishing moves. Yeah. Um, Road Derrick and then something else. Yeah, so beat, so pinning Morrison was, was definitely his best bet to win the U.S. title. <clears throat> Will he have it for a long time? He might because Vince likes him. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Vince, is the, Vince has the final say. So, but I gave the match between a C and a C+. Plus. match was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think adding Morrison to it helped the match because there was more action as to where if it was Keith Lee or just Riddle, it would have been more of a slugfest. Right. But because Morrison was in there and, you know, he's faster, quicker, whatever, in the ring mm-hmm. than Keith Lee. Um, it wasn't as much of a slugfest, so the action was even better than I thought it was going to be. Right. Um, I, I gave the match a B-, minus, um, and I was very, you know, if Riddle hadn't won, um, and Lashley still wound up retaining, I still would have given it a B minus. I didn't give it a higher grade because Riddle did win. That just made me happier that I was correct. Um, but it didn't get any bonus points. So I, I definitely would have given it just, you know, a B minus regardless. Okay. Um, now my my question though is that ah, you know what, we'll get to that question um, after we finish the matches. <laughs> All right. Um and this match was eight minutes and 40 seconds um, in a triple threat match. To me, you know, that's a relatively quick match. Um, you know, right now we, we've had, you know, only, well, obviously the Elimination Chamber match, 34 minutes, and then two really, you know, two, one extremely quick and one kind of quick match. <laughs> 
the next match, uh, which we had already mentioned, uh, is the, well, in our opinions or my opinion, I'm not going to speak for you, um, was the women's tag match. Uh, Maya, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defended their titles against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. And I had stated on our prediction show yesterday that I just, you know, Bianca Belair and Sasha, so I just didn't see it making sense that either one of them would take a loss. Right. I was almost <laughs> going to know the nature of um, Carmella or Reginald getting involved um, and then losing by disqualification. As it states, Reginald did come down, did get involved. Um, at one point, tossed in a bottle of champagne for Sasha to hit Nia Jax with. The referee took the bottle out, and then Nia Jax winds up pinning Sasha Banks. Um, I, at this match, I would give a C. Um, it was nine nine minutes thirty five seconds. Um, I think up until about eight minutes and thirty seconds, it was it was a good match. Then the Reginald getting involved brought it down. Yeah, the ending um, kind of ruined it. If something had happened where the match ended without Reginald being involved, it, it could have been a C plus to a B minus. But you know, with you know the champs winning because outside distraction once again, yep, it, it got to see. Yep. I I think uh you know like you said Bianca and Sasha you know weren't expecting any one of them to take a loss. When he threw the bottle in the ring I'm I was sitting there like oh, it's going to be a disqualification. Here we go. There's something's going to happen where it's not going to work out right and I I had to give the match a C minus. Because I I was not I did not like the match. I mean Shayna and Naya as tag team champion as women's tag team champions are not a bad team. They're getting they're getting better. They're being more of a cohesive unit, but they just they just don't put on really good matches. Yeah, and every time I mean it was funny. Um, because I've never been a huge Nia Jax fan, mm -hmm. and uh, DJ had said something in our in our chat room that showed um botches, and the guy that was talking on the video was killing Nia Jax, and so I, I've kind of really looked, and yeah, she's other than being big, she's Tamina in the ring. Yeah. I mean, she's really, like, she can't even, like, her pins don't even look good. They look awkward. Um, yep. But Shayna Baszler is getting, you know, better, showing better wrestling technique in the ring, especially all her different various 
hold the pain that yep. could be considered mission holds. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. I was just about to say, is it me or does her wrestling skills seem to be improving more in the ring? Yeah, she's not go. She's not going with more of the power. Let me damage your body parts aspect of her matches. She's using more, more technical stuff now. Yep. Yep. And and I was watching the bump yesterday. So was um, I. Came out at four o'clock, and she was interviewed. And it was a good, you know, fifteen minute long interview, and. You see glimpses of her, you know, being okay, you know, talking, but then she hits a brick wall. Yeah. It's like there's actors and actresses that, you know what, they can do good lines and do good performances, but all their lines are short. When they try to do an extended dialogue, they're horrible. And that's, to me, how she is. Yep. She'll start going, and then all of a sudden, once she hits that wall, she just forgets everything. Right. And gets lost. Right. And then yeah. over her words, and, you know, she's not not good at ad-libbing. Um, it's like they have to let her know, almost like they have to let her know ahead of time what questions they're going to ask. This way, she's prepared with an answer. But when she has to ad-lib something, that's right. it. She's now, like a now, do you think who who do you think sells better in the ring, Naya or Shayna? Shayna. Shayna. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I think so too. Hits that Naya tries to sell are are just unrealistic. You know, sorry, five foot one, hundred and two pound Lynn Morgan hitting you in the chest shouldn't. Make you do that, right? It, it she, she oversells when she's not supposed to sell at all. Yep. Yep. I definitely, definitely, a hundred percent agree. So. Okay. And then the last match um, was the Raw Elimination Chamber match. Um, where it was Drew McIntyre defending against Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, and Randy Orton. Um, what were your thoughts? Well, I thought it was a a good to very good pay per view, and. Oh, the pay-per-view. oh, the match. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a good to very good match. Okay. Um, there was five former world champions in there. Uh, all of them, rightfully so, deserve to be there. Any, I believe any one of them could have won it. No. You don't think so? No? No. No. There was no chance in hell that Jeff Hardy or Kobe Kingston were winning it. Okay. Not, I mean, you got a better chance of seeing King Kong climb Castle Craig uh, <laughs> tomorrow than you would have had to see the two of them win. Okay. Um, I was I was surprised that it came down to AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. I would have liked to have seen either AJ and Orton or AJ and Sheamus as the final two. No, Drew McIntyre. I mean, not um. 
not Drew, Ma not AJ, uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, or Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. I was surprised that it was, that it came down to the final two of Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. Not surprised wrestling wise. I was just surprised that that's the way they went with it because of what's been going on between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I thought maybe they wanted to do that to, to fuel the feud a little bit more. Or him and Randy Orton have unfinished business. Why not have those two still go at it and see what happens at the end? But overall, I gave it a B plus. Distracting him. Why do they 
take it so slowly and let, let the person that they're challenging or the champion get up off of the mat, get into the corner, and stand up before they start the match. Right. I don't remember that happening. No, every um, every time I've seen it happen, the, the champion was barely able to move. Yeah, when Seth Rollins came down and cashed in at WrestleMania, he curb stomped when he was still on the mat, and you yep. know it, it was started. Mm -hmm. Um. So when they did that, I was saying to myself, you know what, Trip is right. Miz is gonna try and cash in, and Drew McIntyre is still gonna win. That's what I um, thought too when Drew McIntyre kicked out the first time. I said. Yeah, I said Miz is going to end up cashing in and losing. And then right. when he gave him the skull-crushing finale, that was the end of it. And that was the three count. Yep. And the Miz leaves Elimination Chamber as the WWE champion. Um, Ten years beyond his last um, cash-in and WWE championship reign. Yep. What were your thoughts on that actually happening in the way they did it? Um, I was kind of, um, I was kind of surprised that Bobby Lashley came out and, you know, I mean, yeah, he was pissed that he lost the U.S. title, and they probably want to get get a program going between him and Drew McIntyre. And they figure, you know, what better way to do it was he was vulnerable from the Elimination Chamber. But I don't think Bobby Lashley would have dominated Drew McIntyre like that from the beginning. I mean, Lashley's strong, great athlete, championship material, but so is Drew McIntyre. Oh, right, exactly. And oh, exactly. I, I think, just like we said on the page, on our Top Rope Report page, I think there was a deal made. They showed MVP and the Miz talking. Yep. So, in my opinion, I think that no matter who was the winner, um, Bobby Lashley was going to come down, uh, attack him, and then incapacitate him enough for the Miz to come down, cash in, and become champion. And I think the payoff is going to be. The Miz giving Bobby Lashley a title shot. Now, do you think he'll give him the title shot at Fastlane, or will, I, or will, be, will it be later down the road? Next week or Fastlane, he's got three weeks to do it. Yep. And I think if Bobby Lashley takes that title shot, then Miz ain't gonna have the title very long. Oh, do I? And then that'll set up. Bobby Lashley and I, you know, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Yep. And I mean, I've read and, and seen little videos and whatnot, and people are all pissed and said, hey, you know, why would you take the title off of Drew McIntyre? He deserved to have the title in front of a large crowd, a live crowd, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so he gets to win the title back in front of a large crowd live crowd that they've had yep. in over a year at Wrestlemania. Yep. The grandest stage of them all. What's you know, that? And then the two of them can feud through to SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. I mean, from Wrestlemania if you want. Yep. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, what better way to re to recapture your title than at the biggest show of the year with a live crowd? So. And, and I don't want to hear this nonsense that I've also read and whatnot. Um, Twitter, you know, things on Twitter and that, okay, this is now setting up perfectly for the triple threat match of Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. I've heard that three times already today. You know, and it's not going to be a triple threat match with The Miz, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. Right. Because as you saw last night on the pay-per-view, the slap in the face from Bad Bunny The Miz, it's, you know, it's going to be The Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny at yep. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... But getting back to that triple threat match that you mentioned with Drew, Bobby Lashley, and Brock Lesnar, in your honest opinion, how do you think Bobby Lashley matches up to Brock Lesnar? I, I, I mean, wrestling-wise, I, I think he would destroy him. You think Lashley would destroy Lesnar? Yep. Yep. I think I, I would say it the other way around. In a cage fight like the MMA? Nope. nope. In, in a wrestling match, what I said, yep. Bobby Lashley would destroy him. But what I'm saying is in an MMA match, I think... Um, Oh wait, Lashley would Lashley would beat him in an MMA match as well. I I didn't take I didn't uh, clearly understand that. I don't think he would destroy Lesnar. He would beat Lesnar, but I don't think he would yeah, de- he would destroy. I don't think he'd destroy match, him. In an MMA match, I I honestly think it would be heads or tails. Mm. Uh, but in an actual wrestling match, I think Bobby Lashley. And I was really, I mean, like I said, I've I've said it before that I saw four of Brock Lesnar's MMA fights, and I don't think he got out of the first round in any of them. No, I don't think so. And yet they're talking about how he's the great, how he's one of the greatest combat athletes in wrestling. Well, he, he did. I mean, he had the title. He did win a couple times to get the title. Yeah. Because he was Brock Lesnar and he didn't have to go up through the ranks because he was Brock Lesnar and he was the you you know I don't know if it was UFC or MMA but he was a heavyweight champ. Yeah. And then he got into a fight to where the guy that he was fighting was more of a boxer style MMA fighter and cold clocked him in the next week. Yeah. I mean, I I saw him fight this guy, Alistair or something. And this guy hit Lesnar with a punch he got, like, from Mississippi somewhere. And he just tagged Lesnar and down he went. Yeah, Cain Velasquez was the same thing. I I think, and that's why I say, you know, in in a boxing, you know, in a wrestling match, I think Bobby Lashley is tougher than Brock Lesnar, because part of it is, you know, being able, not only being able to deliver pain, yeah. but it's also the ability to take pain. 
And Bobby Lashley can wrestle, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brock Lesnar just goes in there to overpower everybody. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a former NCAA champion. Okay, you don't you don't get to be an NCAA champion standing around waiting for a bus. You know how to wrestle. But in but in the WWE, I would say Bobby Lashley is a better wrestler than Brock Lesnar. So, well, I want to ask you a question. It's kind of related to Bobby Lashley. Okay. Um, but with with it looking like Morrison tag with the Miz, um, and Bobby Lashley now focused on, you know, the World Heavy WWE Championship. What are your thoughts on who may challenge Riddle for his title? Keith Lee. Okay. I, so you think you think they're gonna turn Keith Lee heel? Uh, WWE's not a huge proponent of doing face first face for a few. I mean, yeah, you've seen matches. Yeah. But well, if Keith Lee was in the triple threat match last night and went against Riddle, it was gonna be face versus face in that at that point anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a triple threat match. You have Lashley in there. Yeah. I mean, you have people. You, you can't have. I mean, yeah, you can have three face or three heel. Mm-hmm. Once again, in a long term type feud, typically it's it's good versus bad. I mean, you've got it. You've got uh, Keith Lee. You've got AJ Styles for Riddle. Um, I would have to say, you know, and to be honest with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count out Baron Corbin. You go one on one. But Baron Corbin's on SmackDown. Oh, Baron Corbin's on SmackDown. That's right. I mean, you've also you've also got Randy Orton. Um, he's got Wolfie the Fiend. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got bigger fish to fry with the Fiend. But I would say. Probably the best. I, I mean, if you're going to go heel face like they really normally do and should do, um, I'd have to say your best bet would be AJ Styles. Right. That, that's looking at it logically, that's the person that I was looking at. Yep. Um, being AJ Styles. Yep. Because I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be Elias. Um, I don't think you're going to do anything with anybody from Retribution. Um, you know, once again, Miz and Morrison are going to be in their little thing with Damian Priest. So I just, I, I think the only thing you could possibly do is put him into a feud with AJ Styles. Now, putting him into a feud with AJ Styles, do you think that might be a WrestleMania worthy match? What are your other options right now for them? True. I mean, do you and keep... I, I can't think of anybody that's injured <laughs> that's close to coming back. That would be at a raw. Um, unless, you know, 
somebody's going to jump shit <laughs> and come over, you know, a Nakamura or a, you know, but me, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Let me ask you this. Last week, I think it was last week or the week before, there was a wrestler out there that was complaining he wasn't in the elimination chamber and that Shane had to make it right. Do you think Braun Strowman could be in that picture? With Matt Riddle? Yeah. For Matt Riddle's sake, I certainly hope not. <laughs> um, I mean, you think Bobby Lashley would destroy Riddle. I, I mean, Braun Strowman used him as a toothpick. Right. Yep. But, I mean, unfortunately... I'm starting to lose a little luster that I had over Braun Strowman. Um, and I think, unfortunately, we're going to wind up seeing him go against Shane McMahon. Um, and I think because they want to put Shane McMahon into some death-defying match at WrestleMania against somebody, and it kind of quote-unquote protects Braun Strowman from having to fighting a, a real wrestler because he's got the injury bug. Oh, yeah. There he goes. Played with his phone again at least once every show, folks. No, I, sometimes I can't remember. There I am. Um, yeah, it's uh, and, uh, another... Uh, as a matter of fact, I just have sometimes we can talk about too, then that happened and I forgot. Um, yeah, when you're talking about Strowman and uh, Shane McMahon, I can, uh, I mean, I can see maybe something like that. But these two guys have been popping off on Twitter for a few, for a little bit in the beginning. I hope we don't see Matt Riddle Goldberg. I I don't think we will. I mean, I don't think you're gonna put Matt Riddle. I don't think you're gonna put Goldberg into a title match unless it's either the Universal Title or the WWE Championship. I, I don't think Goldberg wants to be in a match unless it's for one of those two titles. Um. If Matt Riddle didn't have the match, kind of like when Goldberg took out Dolph Ziggler, then I could see something like that happening. Right. But I don't think they want to, and I don't think Goldberg wants to have any type of title reign with a mid-level title. Okay. But you never know what WWE is going to do. I mean, they've, they've been, like I said, Goldberg and... Matt Riddle have had a war of words on Twitter, and when they met each other in the locker room area, you know, Goldberg had said something to him, and it was I, I took it as a warning for Matt Riddle. So, I mean, yeah, Goldberg, would I would consider that a demotion for Goldberg if he took that match. Yeah. But I don't know if the WWE wants to go that way because of, the war of words they had, so to speak, on Twitter. Yep. So. Okay, so we got the uh, we got the pay per view. We got the recap of the pay per view. 
pretty well pretty well down and done and over with. We got uh, fast lane coming up. Three weeks. On, yeah, on the twenty first of March, which happens to be exactly one month away from um, the elimination chamber, because the elimination chamber was February twenty first. So now this one's March twenty first. Uh, what kind? What? What's the WWE going to put together on this one? I mean, it's obviously. Um, will we see, like we saw last night, Raw matches and SmackDown matches? That's what we see on every pay per view. Okay, and I don't, uh, know, I don't know why you would think otherwise. Well, I mean, what else would you think they were going to do? Maybe just have a pay-per-view for one brand. No. No? They don't do that anymore. No. Okay. When was the last pay-per-view you saw that only had one brand? No, I can't remember when. I know they had one, though. Oh, yeah, like three, four years ago when they did, like, 18 pay-per-views in a year because they would do two a month. Right. You know, in between the big four, they did two in, in, in the other eight months, and you had 18, 19 pay-per-views because you had your Raw-specific pay-per-view and had your SmackDown-specific pay-per-view. Huh? I think WWE should go with quite a few, excuse me, um, I think it should, be, I, I think there should be a lot more titles defended on the next pay-per-view you know it's it's the last it's the last pay-per-view before wrestlemania got to make it a good one no you you know you don't you don't it's never a good pay-per-view because nothing ever changes the status of any matches because half of the wrestlemania card is usually filled out by fast lane yeah. And with that being the last pay-per-view, well, I don't know if it's officially the last pay-per-view, but with the first pay-per-view in front of a live crowd where it was announced yesterday that they're going to try and get 30,000 fans each night for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be off the hook. First live audience Fastlane's going to be a joke. Yeah, and Tampa is just going to be rocking. Yeah. That entire week, even WrestleMania, because they have a whole week of WrestleMania events before the pandemic. I, I, I Typically, yes, but I don't know what they're doing. They haven't even seen. I know that the people that were voted in or chosen for the Hall of Fame last year are going to be inducted this year, um, but it's going to be a virtual event. Yep. From what I'm saying, it's not going to be a live audience event. Um, I don't know that they're going to do anything with NXT, anything special with NXT. Um, and if they do, are they going to put that in somewhere in Tampa? Well, you know what? The arena that they could have used, they can't use because the Toronto Raptors are playing their basketball games there, so you can't build an elaborate set in there. Right. And so that if they do anything, 
it, it's probably going to be from the Capitol Center in in Orlando. So it's yeah, I don't know how much of a WrestleMania week it's going to be. Yep, and I know a lot before the pandemic. Regardless of a pay-per-view, no matter how big or how small, a lot of the cities that they had the pay-per-views in were bustling the whole week. Oh, yeah. And now with this pandemic, it's got to be killing these different cities that aren't, that aren't hosting the pay-per-views. Am I, am I excited for this year's WrestleMania? Hell yeah, because I want to see it with the live crowd. Yeah, but I mean, a regular, like the Elimination Chamber, was is, is it ever a week-long event? You know, even SummerSlam, I mean, that's the only other one that, that even ever really had like a fan access um, on the Saturday before SummerSlam. Well, they probably do, but just don't tell you about it. You know, they don't go advertising all over Timbuktu like they do for WrestleMania. I'm sure when I'm sure they talk about it during house shows, advertise everything else. WrestleMania, that's worldwide. You got people coming from as far as East Bumfuck. But when you're watching Monday Night Raw and you're watching SmackDown, they talk about the things that are going on for the pay-per-views. So they're gonna mention that elimination chamber there's gonna be something because those are national broadcasts spoken about what's going on wrestlemania week or elimination chamber week i've never ever seen anything okay well i mean they wouldn't hurt to you know maybe do it once in a while well but all i know is tampa is going to be crazy for two days Gonna be gonna be real big. That's where it was supposed to be last year. And because of how how big is thirty thousand people in a stadium that you can put eighty five thousand in? A lot bigger than they've been having. I, I don't I I just I don't I don't buy into that that it's gonna be anything like we're used to seeing. <laughs> I mean, the noise level, I don't think it's going to be there, definitely, because you're going between, you're looking at 30,000 and then 80,000. The noise level is definitely totally different. The crowd reactions are totally different. But having live crowds, you know, it's something that the WWE universe and some of the WWE wrestlers have been looking for. For the last year, oh, I, I, I totally agree. I just don't. I just disagree that it's going to be as worldwide as you think it's going to be. I mean, you still got to understand that there's still travel issues, even from state to state. Forget about from country to country. Uh, I mean, it's it's. Definitely not. I mean, everybody's going to be in masks, and it's, I mean, it's not going to be as huge as you, that I think, 
you're envisioning. Yeah, well, you can travel to see WrestleMania in Florida. You can travel to there. But, come, but depending on what state you're in, you're going to have trouble coming back to your, your home state. Mm-hmm. You go to Florida, living in Connecticut. You go to Florida. When you come back and you get off the plane, you get a quarantine notice. Not that they're going to monitor you 24 hours a day, but in that time period, if you get stopped by the police or, or something happens, you're talking a $5,000 fine. So, yeah, there's still travel issues in, in the country. Yep. Especially when they somebody was telling me that they saw pictures of people on the beaches in Florida with no masks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's where all the problems and issues start. And, you know, how they're going to handle it? I mean, obviously they did the right thing for the Super Bowl. Because we really haven't heard, I mean, not to my knowledge, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if anybody else has heard anything about if there was any COVID-19 issues from the fans that attended the Super Bowl. Nothing that I've heard that was widespread. I haven't really heard anything. Yeah. Um, In the statement that I read um, about them having, you know, looking at 30,000 fans at each event, it did say, alluded to the fact that WWE had officials at the Super Bowl. Um, And due to the success um, of fans being at the Super Bowl, they feel that they can prevent a safe environment for 30,000 fans. Okay. Well, that's just something that we'll have to wait and see on April 10th and 11th. Um, I... Yeah, which reminds me. Let me ask you a question about that. April 10th and 11th, two-night WrestleMania. We've seen WrestleManias for quite a while, and they've always been one show. Do you think it ruins the um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Not the um, – do you think it ruins the mystique? I don't know if that's the right word I want to use, but of WrestleMania having it two nights? Because I think with two nights, you can have more options for different matches, different different settings, different scenarios. That's my opinion. But what do you think about them? I mean, it's the second year in a row they've had WrestleMania for two nights. Well, I mean, and, and the only reason why I think they're doing it, last year they did it just... They, they wanted to, I think, reward the fans um, because they knew they couldn't have any in attendance. So I think they wanted to put on the largest WrestleMania that they possibly could, and they realized they, they had to do it over two nights. This year, I think they're doing it because Vince McMahon hasn't had a live audience in over a year, and his wallet's getting a little thin. So why not do a two-night event where you can get 30,000 people in each night? Yep. You know, do two separate admissions. If one person buys, is able to get a ticket for both nights, well, then lucky for them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think 
they're going to go forward with a two-night WrestleMania. Um, the only thing that I don't like about the two nights is you is it's WrestleMania. You you got to put together two. I mean, even if you want to not, not include the pre-show, you you got to put together two, three, three and a half hour shows. So you're gonna see on the WrestleMania card a tag team match of Lana and Naomi versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Yeah, because WWE is probably gonna have probably gonna have to put together two 12 match nights. No, no, they're not gonna put they're not gonna do 24 matches. I don't think they would do that. Um, but I mean the Royal Rumble was a almost four hour long pay-per-view. Granted you had the, the you know two rumble matches. Um, but you can you can pull off a three hour or so pay-per-view um, with eight matches, you know, a total of sixteen matches between the two nights. But that's still a lot of competitors. Yeah. Yep. Well, the WWE's got a lot to think about and trying to do the best, I guess, for the WWE universe and what they're looking to do. Not yeah. And not only keeping everybody safe, but trying to put on a good show as well. Yes. So, yeah, so I'm... That one, oh. WrestleMania will exclusively, at least what I read today, exclusively be on the Peacock app. Um, as we're fast lane, um, and blame this on WWE because they've had this deal in place for a while, but they're worried about the a smooth transition of all their content going from the network to Peacock. Um, you will still be able to watch Fastlane on the WWE network. Okay. All righty. Also, I just want to let everybody out there know uh, this this Sunday coming up will be our special live interview with former WWF and NWA Women's Tag Team Champion Princess Victoria. Uh, I am expecting a promo from her announcing that she's going to be on the show. Definitely looking forward to that. We have we lined up the exact time. Um. I believe I believe I spoke to her about having her come on at seven o'clock. Our time, not her time, because that'll be ten o'clock our time. Right, seven o'clock our time, which will be four o'clock her time. All right. because this way we can get our notes out, we can get our news out, we can get you know, if there's gonna be a nuggy news, we'll have that. And then well, hey, no, there's never a nuggies news when we have a guest because the guest takes up half the show. Okay. So, I mean, we'll talk off air about right. other options, but. Yep. But she will be joining us on the 28th of February. I uh, hope everybody can tune in, call in. I'll, I'll have the number scrolling across the screen once I figure out how to scroll it. And um, definitely looking forward to hearing what she's got to say because we talked with her and she said that no, no question is, is banned from asking. So. Definitely looking forward to it. So, okay, Greg, so your whole synopsis and your whole scenario, grade-wise, 
You gave it a B plus last night. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I got. It. I'm just gonna still stick with my C C plus. I mean, like I said, I think the the women's match killed it. Um. But hopefully, you know, we're not expecting a lot from Fastlane. We never have. It's not. It hasn't been that good of a pay per view, like you mentioned. Um. Maybe they'll do something different this year. We won't know until the 21st. And so any uh, any closing comments or anything, Greg? No. All righty. Well, for you people. All right. So for you people out there that were tuning in, thank you for tuning in. Um, for the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying we'll catch you all on Sunday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.